This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. That's right. It's going to be February 21st on 2015, so that's next year coming up. So mark your calendars mark now. Mark it now. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's right. There's going to be sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. Free for all ages. A life-size TARDIS, yo. A life-size TARDIS is going to be there. Also, a life-size Cylon battleship from the original 1970s Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be a lot of fun for you and the whole family. And on top of that, they're showing Star Trek IV, The Voyage Voyage Home, Home. on the two, count them, two-story theater wall. So it's going to be awesome. Come out and bring your friends and tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I'm a partner in crime. Deuce, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, every episode with the Happy Hour and Johnny Deuce starts off with the Happy Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Hang on one second. Good stuff, man. Good times, good times. And of course, this is a special Royal Rumble edition of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And before we can start any kind of special edition, especially for this one, we've had so much help from our good friend Brad Dawson. That's true. Good it, point. He is my rib guru, my barbecue guru. Uh, if you're looking to get any kind of barbecue done, you need to give him a call. It's Double D's Barbecue out of Polk County. They do corporate events. They do catering. You can reach him by email at gator bottom slash Dawson at yahoo.com, or you can call him at 863 863- Five two nine two eight six seven. It's a family-owned and operated uh, uh, organization. He is amazing. He makes amazing, amazing ribs. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you're in town February 27th through 28th in Haines City for Ribs on the Ridge, you definitely need to come and check it out. Uh, check out Brad Dawson at Double D's Barbecue and tell him that Johnny and Deuce sent you. Mm, I'm getting hungry now just thinking about that. Ribs. Oh, man, the ribs. Good times. Oh, and thank goodness he's helped me all day with the ribs. He gave me his, his special secret, I can tell no one, uh, recipe for ribs. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. Can you tell us? I cannot tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> I, I am bound by bro code that I cannot repeat if, the secret of the recipe. What if I have an allergy to one of these ingredients? <laughs> Uh, you can give me a list of your allergies, and I can tell you if any of them are on the list. That I can tell you. And, of course, we'd love to have guests on the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. We do. We love to have guests. And so, of course, uh, we heard someone just talking a minute ago. Who introduce was yourself. That? Who introduced yourself, sir? This is uh, Corey Crossway, Gordo Gringo, Twitter. Okay. And who else do we have today? Hey, you got Sean Cook. I'm at uh, Sean E. Cook on Twitter. Also, I am the moderator of a uh, wrestling uh, group on Facebook called Grapple Maniacs. Nice. Sweet. Uh, Brian. Brian. And uh, Jason Green. All right. So we have a nice little round table here. Even though it's not table's not round, it's more rectangular. It's more rectangular, a little so. uh, more square. But uh, like you have the squared circle, it's the squared table. So let's talk, speaking of the squared circle, about what's going on with the Royal I Rumble think, this I evening. I think Mama Deuce wants to talk to you real quick. What's going on? Oh, you're looking in like you had a question. Okay. We, we also have a live audience. We do, have a, live we audience. do have a live audience. So, so if there's any feedback on the episode, so that's what's going on. It's no a, laugh tracks here. R- no real, laugh real tracks. Live audience, we're, so. not, we're not the Big Bang Theory. It's no. A, it's, 
It's real. It's raw. It's live radio. We're reporting Cheers. live from Bar Deuce. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Uh, Deuce is a pub and grub, if you will, because <laughs> the ribs are still going and 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 uh, the beers uh, are cold. The beers are cold, and uh, people from around the neighborhood have just started showing up to figure out what's cooking on the grill. So, <laughs> good times, good times. So we're all all of us are pretty pretty big fans of uh, the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, and uh, I I thought I would. I wasn't going to prepare this question. Favorite match that you've... There's a lot of great matches that's happened. A favorite match that you can recall that you like? Overall? Overall. Doesn't have to be the best, but just a favorite match that you like. Anybody chime in? Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar versus John Cena. And I think that we should have a Seth Rollins winner on that match. No, I'm uh, okay. Cool, cool. I meant all time, like like your your favorite match. Just watching wrestling. Hands down is uh, Goldberg versus Sting, when he when uh, Goldberg did a push up out of the scorpion de- or out of the uh, leg lock. Goldberg got up on did a push up and walked to the rope. Greatest match of all time. Mm. I'd have to say uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus uh, Jimmy King, triple cage match. Oh, that doesn't count? <laughs> Dude, that totally counts. Like, I think me and you are the only two people that saw that in a movie theater. I, I watched that. Yeah, you can make that three. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I own it on DVD. On I actually watched it yesterday in preparation for Royal Rumble today. I actually, because uh, uh, those of you in Radio Land that don't know, I was up at 7 o'clock this morning cooking ribs. And what did I throw in the DVD player while I'm cooking ribs? Ready to rumble. Really? <laughs> yeah. Of course I do. It's it's my Royal Rumble pre-party. Same thing with the WrestleMania. It's my WrestleMania pre-party. In, in all seriousness, best match to me, I'm kind of uh, biased, but Mick Foley ver- or Mankind versus Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Ooh. Ooh. That was a good one. Complete dedication. Oh, Jeff the Champ. We got we to gotta talk to Jeff the Champ. This is Jeff the Champ. Corey just gave a good answer, um, <laughs> and I, I um, I'm not gonna go with my best thing. But Corey saw this match in person too, and, and I gotta say this because people that weren't there did not see this on TV. But at WrestleMania Atlanta, Corey and I, we weren't sitting together. We didn't actually didn't even know we were. And Jason was there too. Jason. Jason was there. Jason, I'm sorry. Jason. We didn't actually. We talked about this afterwards. We didn't know we were all there. But for that WrestleMania, when Triple H put his tongue out. After Tombstone yeah. and Undertaker, we all we all thought it actually really was going to be over then. Um, yeah. Triple H would win, and that was kind of a really cool moment live. Um, I really wish that WWE would have let Shawn Michaels win in Arizona on Shawn Michaels' last fight and beat yes. Undertaker. Yes, yeah. I was there for that one. Um, it wasn't as good as the one from the year before, which I was not there. Um, I was actually watching that in a bar, and it's amazing to watch non-wrestling fans actually watch the TV because Shawn Michaels and Undertaker fought mid-card in that WrestleMania and actually drew their attention to show you how cool that first match was. Um, but, but those are just some of the recent matches um, that I remember. Well, I'll tell you what. For me personally, it, it had to have been the CM Punk-John Cena match when we had our first ever WWE Summer of Punk because Shawn... Being a, a wrestling fan like myself, we we have had other summers. It's of true, punk, but now you're talking about the Money in the Bank match, right? I'm talking about the Money in the Bank match in Chicago. I remember because Killswitch Engage started, and the entire audience sang every single word 
to that song because they were so, so pumped to see CM Punk. And then because all of us, uh, as we might call ourselves, Sean, smart, smart marks. You can call yourself that now. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you're watching and you're like, there's no way they're going to let CM Punk win. He's going to leave tomorrow. There's no way. He wins. He runs out of the stadium with it. You see him in the stands. You see him. He goes all the way up to where they're selling the popcorn and the sodas <laughs> with, with the belt. And you're like, oh, my God, there's no way he shows up on Raw tomorrow with this belt. And yep. that was the night. I'll tell you what, because Jeff, the champ, was here for that. We were all, when the match started, we're like, if CM Punk does not win, we riot. Exactly. And then CM Punk wins. I mean, what a match. Really Deuce was so relieved that we did not destroy his house. Yeah, like I was so relieved that my TV is still intact. This choker wasn't out on the lawn. <laughs> this is Jeff Champ. They're referring to WrestleMania of last year uh, for those antics, the post antics. Um, but you I, mean, I, you I tried I, to eat a goldfish and you tried to put all my furniture in the yard? Yes, that's true. And, and I don't even, Allegedly. I'm looking for that goldfish right now. but um, <laughs> He's dead. Um Deuce is right about that, CM Punk. For a modern, uh, especially with the WWE Network, I'm a WWE Network subscriber. I'm actually now a new purchase. Everyone in this room, I wish you would know, these are the same people. These people do not like me. Kyle likes me. These people root against me for everything we, I do. And I, they think I'm I'm annoying. And to be more annoying, I'm going to let you know that I'm now a recent that purchaser is, that is a false of WWE statement. stock. So I'm actually an owner wow, of this company really? tonight. Yes. And to be even more annoying... Um, I will re be resending memos to management uh, uh, after this event if there's some problems here. But that is defamation that said, of character. Kyle was right. In a mod, with the WWE Network, we all watch these old matches and they're, and they're really neat. But Kyle was right. That the CM Punk Cena for a modern era match. I was never. We watched every pay per view here, and that was everyone I think would agree that you were excited and you were on the edge of your you seat because you did happen. not know what was going to happen. No, was, not at all. Uh, you know, Dave. Uh, Metzger, or Metzger, if I don't say their name right, I've had some scotches here. And the five-star <laughs> match rate and everything, that really was. It felt like a five-star match. Yeah. It felt really cool, and, uh, and Kyle, I agree 100% with Kyle. On, on what yeah, and as much as people want to hate on Cena, he always delivers a good match when he has to. I will say, and I think we can say this as Johnny and Deuce with a happy hour Johnny and Deuce, we're both Cena fans. Cena puts on a great match, and also I believe that Cena – he believes in the business, and he is a company man, a through and through, and he knows that he needs to put new guys over. He knows that he needs the that if he doesn't put people over, that if he doesn't make new stars, the company won't be anywhere in the future. And this is a guy that is going to be guaranteed Hall of Famer, guaranteed Legends contract. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. He's not an idiot. So, Brian, do you have a favorite match? Any that come to mind? Uh, Royal Rumble 2000. Cactus Ooh. Jack versus Triple H Street Fight. Wow. Nice. That is wow. an excellent choice. Very that good. Great, great match. Great, great, great. The commentary for that, Triple H on his DVD, it, uh, he said that there was a piece of plywood sticking out of his leg. What? From the from the table. Yeah. Wow. When he dropped on the pallet from Cactus Jack with the pile driver. And uh, he said he actually lost circulation in his leg to Dang. where he had trouble walking. Wow. That's wow. awesome. Shows you it's... Not it's completely legit. fake. Yeah. <laughs> and True. we have some real WWE fans here, just to let you guys know. <laughs> True. I actually, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite matches, it's probably not my favorite ever, but the one that comes to mind that I think about when I tell people about WWE, March 17th, 2002, live from the Sky Dome in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, WrestleMania 18, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. Wow. Yeah. One that was of class. the craziest 
switches, turns I've seen in, in recent memory. I mean, it, it is insane to see that you have Hollywood Hulk Hogan coming in. The Rock was bigger than ever. Coming in, all of a sudden, Hulk Hogan comes out. And you don't hear booze. You don't hear, you know, it's all of a sudden just everyone's streaming Hulk's name. And I'm like, what is this going on? I'm like, and, and then even Jim Ross says in that match, he's like, there's people chanting for Hogan. There's people chanting for uh, The Rock. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And, and even even they were stunned. The announcers, uh, Jerry Lawler and, um, and Jim Ross, they could they didn't know what's going on. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was unscripted. No one knew that was going to happen. In Hogan's uh, autobiography, his most recent, he actually comments on that match and says that that was completely unexpected. Well, probably not unexpected on his part, but yeah. <laughs> he said they get in the ring and he's supposed to be the bad guy. Yep. He said Rock didn't know how to respond or how to react to it and was ca caught off guard by it. And he said they, Rock was really nervous in the ring. And Hogan just told him, just run with it. Just go with it. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, gr and granted, I will say uh, that was probably one of Hogan's best in-ring performances ever in his entire wrestling career. It was good. I mean, you got to look at like how they were able to switch like that because for me it's like – you have two of the people sitting here at this table have uh, uh, Hulkamania shirts on, and we, all of us bleed Hulkamania, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be around with it wasn't for Hulkamania. Brother. I mean, <laughs> look yeah. at it right now. Uh, Sean's sitting here in a Hulkamania shirt as we speak. I'm actually surprised Corey's wearing <laughs> one. And Brian, uh, get on the mic, brother. You're wearing a Hulkamania shirt. So. I, I just moved recently, and I don't know exactly where all my clothes are. <laughs> oh, well, that might be true, why, true. because normally, Corey, you can book on him having a Hulkamania shirt. I, I believe at WrestleMania this year, uh, I had a Hulkamania shirt. My wife had a Hulkamania shirt, and oh, I yeah. made a Hulk Hulkamania shirt for shirt my for brand baby. new baby. Yeah. And on top of that, I think everybody at this table, for maybe the exception of Johnny, has been to Hogan's Beach, to Hogan's Restaurant. Yeah. I Which, haven't been there either. Oh, you haven't? No. I'm sorry. So for the exception of Johnny and Sean, all of us here at the table have been there. And what I like is that actually right front and center, they have the WrestleMania 18 you know, poster framed, and it's right front and center. Yeah, Hogan's Beach, definitely uh, a must-see for any wrestling fan. You don't yeah. have to be a Hogan fan. And on top of that, the and you could probably tell us better than anybody, the Hogan's Beach Beat Shop. Yeah. Um, I think the bar, the restaurant is definitely a better stop. Yeah. Um, plus, Jimmy Hart basically runs the place. Oh, yeah. He's every, there like day, all the day time. Like, day-to-day operations. Yeah. You just go up and talk to him, and he doesn't care. Like, no. he, he'll talk to anybody. Jimmy Hart takes plenty of uh, drunk picks with all of his wrestling fans. <laughs> also, I can say, at least live on this podcast, Jimmy Hart bought me a beer. So, I mean. <laughs> and oh. and uh, also, Jimmy Hart um, was, uh, what's it called, managing or? or Operating the, he, uh, the, the uh, shark when Addison when went When Addison on rode the shark dressed as a pirate, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Hart was standing there right next to the shark. Uh, he said, I've got to do this, brother. I've got to, I've got to, I've totally got to work this machine because this is too much fun to pass up. And didn't you tell him like, Hey, he's been drinking since like 8 AM. Like take it easy. Cause it was like no, 11. No, that would have never come out of my mouth. Okay. We Maybe that came out of Kyle's mouth. We would have said, turn I, it I up. Wish Kyle and Monica were around because could tell me no, about the story. Uh, but That's turned down for what moment, right? Yeah. Now? Cause I thought somebody told him like, look, he's been drinking since 8 AM. Like do not go crazy. So yeah. Uh, lots of amazing moments in WWE. And tonight's Royal Rumble, there's gonna be some craziness that goes on every single year. I remember last yeah. year, uh, what was it? The big, one of the biggest craziest moments. You had predicted something, Brian, last year. Do you remember what that was? 
I think um, I remember having a conversation sometime earlier this year. I think he was talking about maybe Batista was going to be the winner, but I think everybody yeah. knew that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest controversy last year in the Rumble was how they treated CM Punk oh. in that Rumble, having him start at <laughs> number right. one it's been a year and get eliminated on a BS run-in. Wow, that's right. I forgot all about that. Which, Spending. for the record, he was not eliminated Ill- uh, legally. True. True. Yeah. Good point. Because I think they definitely were trying to set up a match with him and Kane for WrestleMania before right. he left. God bless him. Because, you know, he was like, you know, I'm done with this. But I think they were trying to set up a storyline, and he got thrown out. The other thing, and I think I will call it because I believe Brian said it, was the whole thing with Daniel Bryan about, like, Daniel Bryan won't be in the Rumble. We won't see him. Because, God bless it, Brian is almost the Nostradamus, if you will, when it comes to pro wrestling. Like, I he think, seems to be. I think WWE um, calls Brian. They call Brian anytime they make a new WWE encyclopedia. Yeah. They're like, look, uh, we got a new one. It, will you proofread it for us and we'll give you one for free? <laughs> they call to check their database. Yeah. Well, I think Brian, now that it comes to memory, Brian predicted that Kevin Nash was going to be in the Royal Rumble. Didn't yeah. you? I think he said something about Kevin Nash being in the. And that was like, a, we were all like, what? You yeah. know, it was awesome because, like, you know, no one had seen the guy for a hot yeah. minute, so it was uh, very interesting. Any surprises this year, do you guys think, for the Royal I, Rumble? I personally think we're going to see a lot of surprise entrants. I think they're going to have a lot of, like, your Kevin Nash's, your Scott Hall's, your X-Pac's. I think a lot of those guys are going to be in it, and I think this year might be the biggest number year of how many, like, surprise entrants that you know are not going to win. People that aren't, you know, normal roster Like members. JBL last year like for JBL, two seconds. Like, I think this year, I think... <laughs> I will go on record. I think there'll be a solid 10 people that come in the Rumble that aren't, like, normal full-time roster. That's a lot, though, I think. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, normally they kind of hold it to about three surprise entrants. Right. And we will not see Justin Gabriel because he actually quit the WWE this weekend. That's true. It's Breaking true. news. He did, yeah. I saw that. Out, you know, for all of our listeners. Yeah, he's not there. in the match now. Yeah, There's also uh, talks of uh, having one or two of the NXT guys come in, possibly Adrian Neville, possibly Sami Zayn, as Ooh. just a throw-in to give a nod to NXT for how well they've been doing lately with their shows and especially their specials, which outdo any – WWE pay-per-view I've seen this year. Uh, By far, I'd say, what was it, last year, um, NXT Arrival Mm -hmm. was one of the best pay-per-views I saw last year. Amazing. Like, so what, what... JBL and Triple H have done with NXT has been mind-blowing to me. And I hate, and I really feel bad for the Ascension because they were so over NXT. So over. And then they come over and everyone's like, oh, these guys are just knockoffs. Wasn't uh, Bo Dallas like a NXT entrant like two years ago in the Rumble? Actually, it was uh, last year. Was it last year? No, it was the year before. It was the year before. Yeah, Yeah, because he was kind of solidified. He won that that tournament Mm -hmm. over the weekend to Rumble to to go into... The match itself, because when Rumble he showed is up, what he used to like actually uh, launch he his career. For two weeks after yeah. that, it was gone again. Yeah, we believe, don't we, guys? Believe. I, I am a believer. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and uh, actually, we could actually see him again this year. We could because we were we are supposed to actually have 17 confirmed and 13 surprise entrants this year. Mm. I'd say uh, Jericho probably. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that Jericho. Uh, which. Jericho is doing a pre-Royal Rumble debate between, uh, who was it? Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Wow. Um, and it's right there, like, real close to the stadium. It's like yeah, so a nice. couple blocks away. A big possibility. That's awesome. There originally was supposed to be a bunch of ECW originals coming back, but 
all the reports now are saying they're not doing it. Plus, the Rumble was supposed to be 40 again this year. Oh, really? But they cut okay. it back down to 30. Well, gotcha. Stu- yeah. They could also bump it back up to 40 because they're not really telling us a whole lot about it, which is kind of smart in their part. This is Jeff the Champ. I just, I just heard something that was talking about 40. I just want to remind everyone about the 40-man uh, Royal Rumble recently. Albert Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio won. And, uh, boy, that was a limp ticker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. I'd have to say uh, some returns are definitely happening tonight. The chosen picks for winner tonight. Because I'm going to be honest, since I was moving, I have not watched any WWE for the past two months. And you and know I have what? No idea who the Ascension is or anything. This is Jason, and I will go ahead and go out on the limb and say that Daniel Bryan and Roman Re- Roman Reigns are actually the favorites for tonight. Are they the final two? You think? Uh, actually, I don't think they'll be the. Final two, but they will actually they will actually be the uh, final four. Final four, quite possibly. And you got to have a couple heels in there to actually. Yeah, you probably throw make if the they're going to be part of the final four. Dean Ambrose is show. huge right now too. You yeah, Big Show, that. who's got the Roman Reigns feud going on. True. So Good either point. if he gets eliminated by Roman Reigns, I see him doing the classic yank him over the top rope or just run back in get rid of Reigns, knock out whoever's left, and just walk off like Big Show does. And you guys cannot actually forget about Rusev. Uh, he would be actually a heel to remember towards the end of tonight's R- Royal Rumble. Um, I'd like to go out on a tangent and say that uh, I'd, I think it would be cool if they surprised us and had Kane win oh. because he has gone over so many times almost to win it, and he hasn't. And I think the perfect ending – to Kane and The Undertaker's uh, career would be those two at WrestleMania in the main event for the title. And then, you know, they just kind of retire, out, walk into the sunset, I guess, so to speak. Well, I'm going to have to say, I know Brian's a big Kane and Undertaker fan, but I think that Kane has kind of gone down the roster, so to speak, and is not at the same level as Undertaker anymore. So I don't know if that would no. be a fair match, honestly. I think Kane kind of hurt himself the to whole removable removal of the mask, yeah. corporate cane. I, I don't know. I don't like it. Well, personally, if Undertaker is going to come back and have any match at WrestleMania this year, I would rather see a Brothers of Destruction match with the two of them versus somebody. Because here's the thing. God bless him. I love Undertaker. He's put in a lot of time with the WWE. I think he's earned everything he's got. He he will be a Hall of Famer. He's got a Legends contract, I'm sure. Uh, he needs somebody to help carry him. Just to be honest, I mean, because how, how long he's been in the company and how much damage he's taken, you know, he needs somebody to help put him over a little bit. So I think if it's him and Kane versus somebody, two other people, I think that'd be a great uh, match. And on top of that, I think it'll be a great rub for whoever the two of them fight. No, actually, uh, I think we need to see Undertaker versus Sting at us as like WWE Universe and actually as what we all want to see as fans. We want to see the Undertaker versus Sting finally after all these years we have all been waiting for. And I, I can say that for everybody from back in the 90s through the from the Attitude Era, we, we all wanted to see Undertaker versus Sting. And I don't know about everybody else here at the table, but I think we want to see Undertaker versus Sting. I, th- I think that's pretty much the only singles match he has left to do. I, I, I think it is, but let me throw this out in the mix. Uh, 
Sting is yet to have a match in the WWE. So for a lot of these younger fans that didn't live through the Monday Night Wars like we did, don't know who he is. Do you want him to have a match with somebody like maybe Bray Wyatt or somebody younger that he can have a good match with? Or would you rather him have a match with Undertaker, which would be a good match, but he's going to have to carry Undertaker, period. And Sting isn't a spring chicken either. This is Jeff the Champ. Um, I agree with Kyle. I mean, Sting is now finally in the WWE, and I kind of – I didn't mean to look down on him because of that because I feel like I can't do any, any, any of these guys – live this life these guys live but to me to be a true wrestler you have to work under Vince McMahon and deal with that part of it and now he is and I and I enjoy that um it sounds like we're talking about the Undertaker match um I I want to pose two things to Kyle after I say this one statement but deuce if you will uh, Kyle deuce yeah just just deuce um I think we need to be uh wary of um and apologize if anyone's talking about Brock Lesnar's losing a lot of weight Brock Lesnar is the rumors are he's going to go to UFC uh Brock Lesnar will then drop the title at Wrestlemania um, to probably Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. Undertaker will be potentially in that match. Um, a triple think, threat, if you will? I think it, it'll be an Undertaker triple threat match. Undertaker, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar goes to UFC. Really? If Brock Lesnar goes to UFC, Brock Lesnar takes the fall to Reigns. If Brock Lesnar stays, Undertaker takes the fall from Reigns. And Reigns is the champion. Um, I think uh, another possible. I think uh, Sting Undertaker is a big possibility. Don't count out Bray Wyatt Undertaker at WrestleMania. That's what I put my money on. I think they've been building because you got to think uh, Bray Wyatt keeps beating Dean Ambrose over and over and over again. And the only reason I can think that is happening is because they're trying to build up for an Undertaker match, and they have that penciled in for WrestleMania, a Dean Ambrose Undertaker match. But if because uh, you got to think because I've seen recent pictures of Undertaker and God bless him, um, Undertaker, some of your biggest fans right here. He didn't look the greatest, so I think it's one of those, if he can't go, what is the backup plan? You see what I'm saying? Because I think they haven't penciled in for Mania, but I think they've definitely got a backup plan. And I would agree. I agree with you, Deuce. Um, that is definitely everything's penciled in right now. And I think um, the big part about st- going back to now to the Sting part of this equation is that Sting has to look strong. Uh, Deuce, you said yourself, a lot of people might not know who he is. Yeah, uh, if they, they, didn't, no if they didn't watch TNA for the last uh, uh, ten years, or or weren't big WCW fans, and so I think Sting, you're, we saw him come out a couple of times. He's got to have a big show tonight, and, I, yeah. and that's why I'm going to go on the limb, and, and I'll even uh, potentially put this offer for a bet for anyone here. Uh, Sting will be number thirty tonight. Sting will wow. be thirty, number mine. thirty coming out tonight. He might get an elimination. He'll be at the end. He won't get it, but he will be there at number thirty you, coming out. You took my prediction. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what, I can't bet against that because, to be honest with you, if I'm Vince McMahon, if I'm Triple H, because that number 30 is a big spot. Like, that number 30 gets a huge pop. Who that do you want? WrestleMania usually. Well, no, 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 because a lot of different people have won at different numbers. But I think you put Sting at number 30, win, lose, or draw, it's a big pop and it's a big deal. And I think if you're WWE, that is smart as hell to pull that off. Yeah, I'd definitely say uh, definitely my two – my real two choices yeah. would be either Dean Ambrose yeah. or Bray Wyatt winning the Rumble because they are the most deserving right now. Okay, then let's take that as a question. They're the most deserving. Who do we think will legitimately win the Rumble? Actually, let's go with Sean first. Sean, we'll get well, there for me in a minute. The first thing, 
Um, the other the other rumor that's going on for the match is our old friend, the People's Champ, The Rock, is in Philadelphia tonight. Is he? Really? Oh, yeah. oh Which snap. could lead for him to be in the Rumble as a surprise entrant and setting up the one match they are also talking about for Mania, Brock versus, versus The Rock. Rock. <laughs> Not necessarily for the title, but just as a big marquee match. Yeah. Um, oh, I think might win. My, my gut says Roman Reigns. My heart says Daniel Bryan. But... My highest dream would actually be to see a long shot, basically a dark horse for the match, would be Jericho, just to have one more big match for them a few months down the road. Yeah, yeah. he's saying he's done. He said because he's been doing the live house shows, and he's been saying on his podcast lately, you know, this is your last chance to see me yeah. for quite a while. So and he is, said he's is, only doing house shows. He's yeah. not doing TV. He's, he's not like, doing TV, which I think is smart as hell because if he's only doing uh, house shows. That gives you a reason to spend the money to go to a house show. Because if you're like, look, this may be my last chance to see Jericho, I think that is just brilliant. But he's, you're, it makes you wonder, is he swerving us or, or what? Well, he's the king, he is the king of the swerve. Because when it comes to Jericho, nobody knows how to work the audience better than Jericho. Period. But I also think that Jericho has actually been putting people over. So I think he will just put somebody over again. Well, he was the king of the jobbers for a couple of years. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said it on his podcast. You can hear. I mean, he's definitely said that. You know, he he wants to help the business out the best he can, but he's yeah. also out for number one. And if he can be on TV, even if he's jobbing someone, people are still talking about him, and that's one of the biggest things about Jericho. He wants to be talked about. So, which uh, we'll definitely say this as the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce podcast. We're big, big fans of Jericho's podcast. Jericho's podcast is probably one of the best ones out Talk there. Talk is Jericho. Yeah. Look it up on Google. It's great, awesome. Great that podcast. one he just did with Hogan, the two parts, awesome. So definitely check out Jericho's podcast. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. So, Johnny, you had some uh, thoughts you wanted to chime in with. Yeah, you know, I actually agree with Brian. Uh, I think Bray Wyatt's very deserving of this. Oh, and for sure. I feel like he's always kind of got uh, snubbed to the side. You know, he's always facilitating all these great things going on yeah. with Evolution and the Shield. Let's not forget those amazing matches, Mike. No, not at all. I mean, we I, I can't believe how crazy of a match we saw. It was Elimination Chamber, yeah. uh, and it was insane how over the Wyatt family was. I don't think the WWE's done a great job since the Wyatt family split. No. I, I, I mean, Eric Rowan, he's getting a little bit of a pop, not much. Luke Harper is much better than he, the WWE's giving him credit. That dude has yeah. in-ring skill. He's got a great little personality. He's awesome. He's not selling anything. When they were together, they were united. It was amazing. It was a united front. I, 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 still, don't be, I still hate the fact that you know they broke them up. and Because I think what's so great about it is you don't have a lot of stables in WWE anymore. And, and they that don't was, last too long. Yeah, no. so I just I was very disappointed in that. I was, and, I couldn't. And I think one of the greatest things they could do, and they might start doing this, is maybe especially if things don't pan out with the Undertaker, go ahead and reform the Wyatt family. Also, there was a girl that was with him, and Sean, you can probably help us with this in the Wyatt family that was well, named the, Sister Abigail. Was it Skip Bayless, or who was the girl that was with him I back in the To be honest, I only think I remember that they always did a lot of things with kids. Yeah. 
yeah. had a little girl that would sing, or yeah. they had the choir kids. But I don't really remember a girl, unless it was in NXT. Yeah, it was in NXT, see, but I remember the been, four of them uh, coming out. Was see, it three of them and they had a girl before that was Before I started rewatching NXT, okay. so I'm a little behind I on I want to say it was Skip Bayless, and maybe uh, Skip I Bayless is an analyst on ESPN. That's uh, true. Bailey? <laughs> was it Bailey? Okay, the one Bailey. Yeah, Bailey. Yeah. But it's kind of got a darker girl side with them, now, and she was in the hot. vignettes when they first started. There's that girl that's in the vignettes, and she's in NXT. Um, and I really thought that maybe she would come along too. And if they're gonna put it all back together, then I think that would be the the way to do it. Well, the way they do it with with that, um, they keep Bray Wyatt keeps saying the family is not separated. Right. We're just doing our own thing. I, I argue that Bray Wyatt's the best original character the WWE has put together in 15 years. I think he's in a phenomenal he character. He's very. I don't. He's I'm going in, back. He's he's gone. He's he is fully 100 percent invested in that character. He sells merch, not necessarily as high as the top tier, but he still sells merch. The guy, the guy, every single time people walk into that audience, that that audience holds themselves phones up still. Even Promos though, phenomenal. Amazing, uh, off the cuff. I mean, impromptu. I don't know how many people, other than Cena, they'll give a mic and just let him ride. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. He's amazing. I, I, I am a mark for him. I, when I first saw him, originally I go, um, "What was his Husky Harris?" I'm like, Husky what? Harris. Yeah. Husky oh, Harris. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be you know not great, but no, he impressed me. The guy is a workhorse, but he reminds me of a character from the early '90s. Played by the great Dan Spivey, who is a legend in Japan, but a flop here in the States, Waylon Mercy. Yes. It's, the, it's the, the whole shirt thing and the white pants. But that gimmick was awful because all that was was a ripoff of Cape Fear. True. So, yep. I mean, he, he took that and just went bananas. Um, as far as up-and-comers for NXT and stuff and for the Rumble, I would definitely like to see Finn Balor. Um he has yeah, with the carnage makeup and yeah. everything. Yeah, the guy awesome. is good. Him and and Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all agree with Sammy Zayn. Yeah, and Adrian Neville. I think <sighs> it's really really good. The I think one to watch there now yeah. is Kevin Owens. That guy, or He's as everybody massive. knows him on the Independence, Kevin Steen. He is a monster. He doesn't look like much. He's a little on the heavy side, which is a you know anti prototypical of WWE wrestlers. Yeah. But he's going to be a big deal. I could see it coming. Well, I think the selling point with him is a couple weeks ago on Raw, they had Edge and Christian on, and that's when uh, John Cena brought back the authority. And uh, Edge had on a Sami Zayn shirt, mm -hmm. but he said the only reason he had that on is because they were sold out of Kevin Owens shirts because he wanted to wear a Kevin Owens shirt. So I'm like, wow, when a guy like Edge wants to put his seal of approval mm -hmm. on you, that means you're a big deal. Well, let's go back to what Jeff was saying earlier about Chris Jericho. Do we all agree that Jericho is one of the uh, specials, special surprises? Yeah, absolutely. I hope so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, tonight it's going to be the night, hopefully for me, of surprises. Like, I want this to be the Royal Rumble where, like, holy cow, this guy came back and that guy came back. And, you know, we want the pops of the older guys. Al Snow. <laughs> I would love an Al Snow. Oh, man. I would love Al Snow to come back. This is Jeff the Champ and, and – Deuce has said that he wants some surprises tonight. This is a different take on everything. Is that um, the WWE stock reached a 52-week low recently? Um, this past week, actually, it got down to nine dollars and seventy-five cents. Um, oh, it's been a one year since the WWE Network. Good um, job, Triple H. Um, the WWE Network boosted that stock up to thirty dollars. Vince McMahon is ahead of his time. I mean, cable companies are dying. This format is a way to go. 
the the pay per view drop off. I mean, everyone talks about the million dollar number. You need a million dollar W network subscribers, but that's with zero pay per views. The, the pay per view numbers really aren't that bad. They're actually like TNA numbers, and that's great with the, with on top of all the subscribers. Um, no, it's not a thirty dollars stock, but we're, WWE knows it needs a bang. They got earnings coming up, reporting. They need a bang. They need a good WrestleMania, and they're in a tough spot here with Lesnar. And I, and I know I, I, I keep talking about Lesnar. And I don't mean I think I agree that Jericho's in here. Um, it's what is Lesnar doing? Was he going to UFC or not? And I, I sorry, I, I as a fan, I think Sean said it best. Um, his heart wants Daniel Bryan. His his brain is telling him Roman Reigns. And as a fan, we probably are we all saying Roman Reigns as a fan? Probably not. No. But Roman Reigns, I, unfortunately, uh, being the corporate uh, bearer of bad news, I, I think it's Roman Reigns and, and Deuce. I, I'll bet you straight up Roman Reigns versus the field tonight, even money, definitely. Roman Reigns is unfortunately going to get it. As yeah. WWE fans, do we all want it? I don't no. know. Hopefully, though, Roman Reigns gets it and they do something really cool with WWE, and I think throw it, let's throw Undertaker in that triple threat match. I think, honestly, after the Daniel Bryan screw job last year, Bringing Rey Mysterio in 30. Yeah. I think they kind of owe the fans something. So I think Daniel Bryan's at least going to be final two. Oh, for sure. Finishers. I definitely think he'll, he'll, I don't know he'll, if he'll be win in it. it. And I think he'll probably be, I don't know if he'll be final two, but definitely final four. But as Jeff was just saying earlier, like, I really think from a corporate standpoint, they want to do Roman Reigns because they're, they really like him. On top of that, it's cousin of the Rocks. They want to keep the Rock happy because. God forbid he can free up his schedule and come out for Royal Rumble and he can come out for, you know, um, WrestleMania. That also may be, Sean, like you said, the tell that he's going to win tonight because he's there. Yeah, he I may mean, not be an entrant, but he wants to see his cousin win the, the Royal well, Rumble. Well, you know, you got him, you got the Usos. I mean, they're yeah. all one big family. Um, yeah. Samoan love, Samoan yeah, pride, yeah. for sure. I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm not against The Rock being in the Rumble. I'm no. not against I'm not really against him winning, but I don't really want to see him fight for the title. I don't. Either. I would like to see him say, "Hey, I I won this, but give it to the guy who I who I put out last." Yeah, you know, uh, consolation prize. Type well, or if he comes in and they work together as a tag yeah. team, him and Roman Reigns work together to throw everybody out. I could see that. I think who deserves it the most? Like I said, I agree with Brian. I think Bray Wyatt deserves it because he's just been working like a workhorse crazy oh, yeah. this last year. Uh, who I think is going to win it? Roman Wayne. Uh, Roman Reigns. That's Roman. that's that's his twin brother. Roman uh, Roman Reigns is going to win it. I Unfortunately, uh, because you know the WWE was he's the Slammy Wrestler of the Year, right? Uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like they already given that push. They were all, all the little promos, the pops. I mean, they're they're throwing him in and everything. Even when he wasn't back yet, they were yeah. mentioning him, showing him in the promos and flashes at the beginning of WWE and Raw and SmackDown. And and, and and as a fan, as much as I don't want Roman Reigns to do it, because I, here's my problem: it's not that I don't like Roman Reigns. I like Roman Reigns. I just don't think he's ready. And the problem is, if you hot shot him the belt, and then he shits the bed, it's gonna look bad. Period. I totally agree because, yeah. like, his promos are, are terrible. Very, very bad. He's okay in the ring. He's not the greatest, but he's not bad. And WWE definitely needs to build new talent. Period. It, it's if you're going to make the business go forward, you need to build new young talent. And I think you should build a newer, younger guy. I just don't think Roman Reigns is the guy. Uh, this is Jeff's champ. I agree with Brian and Deuce, uh, especially Brian. The concerns with the uh, the promos and everything. And, and do something correct. I mean, that's the whole. That's what everyone's talking about. Five years is you got to get this new talent, get this new talent. And they keep resting on these old guys like Lesnar and everything. 
But I think when you look at it, though, there really is some new stuff they've really built with Ambrose and Rollins and the Shield and, and Reigns. And I agree, they're not ready um, for the big stage. They're going to get put there, though. I really think they're going to be put there, and you'll see tonight. One of them's going to get put there. But I, I mean, I think it gets. You should, we should still be excited. I think we're all going to be. Eh, we don't want Reigns to win, but we got Reigns, Rollins, Ambrose, Brian, Daniel Bryan coming back. We have these young guys and everything. Um, and and I think the cross. You've heard a lot from me tonight about UFC and, and the cross promotional stuff does not hurt. The CM no. Punk going to UFC does not hurt. No. I really think Lesnar's going back to UFC. Will it hurt? I don't think so. I think it'll actually help getting Lesnar out of there and getting the focus on these young guys. Yeah. And I've heard everyone say a lot of stuff about Bray Wyatt. I agree with Johnny. He's a great character. There are young guys, and they they're 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 close, and I and I I think we're um, WWE's the young guys are looking a lot better than they did two and three years ago. Well, I think one of the main reasons why we you know Deuce and I talked about this before on the podcast, yeah. one of the main reasons some of these guys got pushed is because of injuries. Oh, exactly. And if it wasn't for injuries, I don't think Daniel Bryan would have gotten his pushed. Ambrose. As, it, yeah, both of them wouldn't have gotten pushed as hard as they would have. And as much as I hate to say it, I think if we're looking at the younger talent, there's only Maybe, th- in my opinion, three guys that are ready to get moved up to main event. One, Dolph Ziggler. We, I think all of us here at this table can say Dolph Ziggler is ready is for the main event. Is he in the Rumble? He it, is in the Rumble because he got his job back. He is yeah. so over. Think about it. And I was I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, who right now in the WWE – changing words yeah. now. The WWE, the WWE actually gets the, the most pop because, I mean, this guy comes in – Everybody, Ziggler. there's not a negative Ziggler chant I the, ever I, hear. Uh, the IWC favorite, for he sure. Is. Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's over with so many people because you see all this like negativity and people. I mean, everyone's just kind of down and negative, and then yeah. we see Ziggler come in. There's so much energy, so much passion. So I mean, people just want to stand up and cheer for this guy. This guy looks for sure. He looks awesome in the ring. He has people behind. Although I hate, kind of hate what WWE did to him because it was like you know he was the savior right in that yeah. match, and then all of a sudden it was like you're fired. It's like yeah. well. What you what he did, what Sting did, didn't mean Just, anything. It, it basically, they nullified the they whole nullified thing. They nullified so the whole thing. Like, because right. like, I'm not gonna lie, uh, it was me and it was you and it was Johnny that was here, or it was Jason that was here for uh, Survivor Series, and we all enjoyed it. We were cheering along. We're like, yeah, Sting won, and we're like, not only that, Sting is actually back in the WWE because he's never been. He's only been a WCW guy, a TNA guy. So we're all super excited about it. And then a night, two nights later. They basically just, oh, by the way, we nullified everything, so who gives a shit this thing showed up? And it's like, really, if you want to put this guy over that's new to 90% of the audience, because as much hate to say it, most of us are in our early 30s, late 20s. We're not the demographic they're shooting for. They're shooting for the 12, 13-year-old demographic, in my opinion. Or or teenagers. uh, That would be 12 or 13. Well, no, 12 12 to 19. Basically, okay. you're shooting for the kids yeah, or the, the fans of the Attitude Era earlier. So, it, this is Jeff the Champ. Don't discredit the demographic Kyle's talking about. They have a little more expendable money. Don't, don't exactly. discredit the 30-year-olds. No, 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 no. No, exactly. And that's the thing. They're shooting for that younger demographic with the expendable income. And I get it. Like, I'm not mad at them. And plus, it's almost like cigarettes. you got to hook them young. Because then they'll be customers <laughs> for life. And that's the same thing with WWE. They're like, let's hook them when they're young. That's a pretty and true statement. It, it is. Because look at all of us at this yeah. table. We get every, attitude error. Exactly. Every single one of us at this table got hooked on wrestling when we were kids. And what are we doing now in our 30s or in late 20s? 
We are on a podcast talking about wrestling because we love it so much. And but it's because it they, to our kids. Exactly. Showing it to our kids because how many children we got running around this party right now? Like six? More than Deuce would like to have. <laughs> <laughs> but And this is Jeff the Champion. And Deuce, I, and um, I'm sorry, I didn't see the fallout. And I apologize to yeah. the, the people listening. The fallout from Sting and Ziggler. I did watch Survivor Series on the WWE Network. Let's get subscribers as a corporate shareholder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But they did. I mean, I thought Survivor Series really did a good job of building Ziggler. And again, this is without someone who hadn't seen the yeah. fallout. Yeah. Ziggler still seems built, correct? Or no? Or am I missing something? I really think because now, I, and just to, to kind of throw it back to the dirt sheets, and, and Sean will back me up on this. Uh, he said something, I want to say it was about Triple H, and he got thrown in the doghouse. And for about a year, he got buried. It basically was anytime he did an interview outside of WWE, of WWE like, he stayed in character, yeah. the character that he was at the time, and they didn't like that. Yeah. He was like, hey, I'm doing what you want me to do. I'm being the character. I'm, being, I'm staying like in character, yeah. but why are you punishing me? Yeah. But if they put him back up again in the main event, the last time he was, a few times he'd been in the main event, he flopped. Yeah. Either got injured, concussions, or he just he wasn't again again he was yeah. only a second tier champion. Yeah. He was the world heavyweight t- champion. Yeah. So it really doesn't put a whole light a lot but of light also on. Also, when it. he was the W or the heavyweight champion, the SmackDown champion, it was him and and I want to say it was Edge, and they kept doing the Edge kept holding the, the first belt. time. Yeah. yeah, and it was like okay, you're not putting this guy over because you know. You keep holding the belt and you keep screwing him over. And, like, what do you have the belt? Like, really, for a week where you could actually hold it and say, oh, it's mine? And then he lost it. So I don't think they really used him. But I believe, personally, he was in the doghouse. He paid his dues. It's kind of like Corey and Brian will back me up on the Triple H DVD. Triple H got put in the doghouse because of the curtain call. Yep. And uh, Vince McMahon told him, look, you're going to learn to eat shit and like the taste. Word for word. Exactly. And I believe the exact same thing. Happened to Dolph Ziggler, and he learned to eat shit like the taste, and he did what the company told him to do. And because of that, now I think maybe they, they might think, well, you know what? You've been a company man for long enough that we'll give you a shot. We'll give you a shot at the belt. I hope. Now it's his time. Well, we hope. I don't know if he'll win it tonight, but I definitely think he has a he'll chance be a at top making four, top the five. I think he's going to be at the end of the run. Or he could be sure. a late entry, yeah. Oh, there you go. That could be to another get a one. big pop. Yeah. And this is Champion Jeff. Again, talking about the late entries. We talked about number 30. Corey, and I want to give props to Corey because I guess I beat him to it. We both think that Sting will be number 30. And I want to get Sean and Brian's opinion, and not to discredit anyone else, but these seem to be very knowledgeable. And Corey. And, Corey's definitely on that. And, I just wanna, and I'll probably get my years wrong. Um, but this ties into everything we've been talking about. Exciting matches we talked about earlier. Late entries. Two things that I thought were, were – um, were awesome late entries, and I want I want to say it's 07. I could be wrong. The 07 Royal Rumble. If my years are off, it's the Royal Rumble before the Orlando WrestleMania. I I had watched. I hadn't watched. Was it? I hadn't watched. It was 07, Sean. I think it was. I thought it was 08. It was. I just watched it on Blu-ray the other day. I think it was 2008. It was when I was in law school, so it's 07, 08, somewhere around there. I had I had a time where I didn't watch wrestling and I bought Royal Rumble and the third it was a Madison Square Garden the thirtieth entry was uh, John, John Cena, Cena which was which I'm amazing. a real I'm yeah. a real uh, mark for smart mark for him um, and that was exciting that was a very exciting when he came out and the crowd was super pumped up another thirty entry that was super exciting uh, unfortunately because I am a smart mark I knew about it quite ahead of time 
uh, was Edge, and that was um, going back before the Atlanta uh, was Atlanta WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Or no, no, it's twenty six. It was before the uh, Arizona WrestleMania. Arizona. Yeah, um, where uh, Edge and, and Jericho fought for the title, I believe it at that WrestleMania. Yes. So Edge came out in number thirty, and uh, we all kind of knew about it. We went on the you know they go to the internet, and you know he's in town and stuff. And he came out thirty. It was so fun. I love Edge coming in for short bursts and doing his spear and winning. It's, it, that's what Edge is. It's fun. Who it's been a couple years in guys we've had since then we've had Atlanta WrestleMania we've had Miami WrestleMania, um, New Jersey WrestleMania that I did not go to and uh, we might have had one in between because I haven't been to the last couple ones. Is it time for a number thirty guy to come in and, and do that? We, we we've seen two times in the last eight or nine years. Is it time for number thirty to put, have a pop and win? I definitely think it should be. And it was funny because actually one of the guys that's sitting here at the table, Brian was with me we were at your buddy tommy's house and we watched it when john cena won uh the royal rumble and i gotta say at that time i wasn't as much of a smart mark i really didn't have as much access to the internet and computers so i didn't know that he was gonna be 30 and i and this is jeff again i did not know either and it was i was it was really like i will say tommy's living room exploded like when he came out (laughs) like it was like holy crap like there was probably at least a dozen of us there and we were like Holy crap, John Cena is back as number 30. And uh, I had a female friend with me at the time who was a huge uh, Cena fan. And she was blowing up because she loved Cena. And it, w- it was a fun night. But I definitely think, like Jeff said, this might be the night that number 30 comes in and does something amazing and actually wins a Rumble. And Brian, what do you, do you, I want your thoughts on that. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, number 30, I don't even recall the last time that happened. I don't even recall the last time that happened. And it might have been the edge. Yeah, it might have been. Which you're talking, that's almost five years ago, the WrestleMania. Do y'all remember the edge, what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about because he won, and then he won the WrestleMania in Arizona. And, and Sean, do you remember those matches? What are your thoughts on those matches and maybe the 30 happened enough? Uh, Well, when the Cena came back, it was probably the best-kept secret they've done in a while because he was supposed to be out for six months with a torn shoulder. He was out for maybe six weeks. Um, Edge, um, the most shocking thing, I think, about the Edge, we all knew it was going to happen, was just the way he looked when he came out. He didn't look like Edge. It looked more like Zach Wilde decided to put on some tights and come (laughs) running down and get in the ring. However, I think this year it needs to be a number one, not a number 30. Really? He's someone to be going the distance. Or would you say somebody in the top 10? Somebody that comes in in the top 10 place top, needs to win. Or do worst you think case scenario, top five. I, really? I, I, think I want like, to see somebody with a, like an endurance run through. I think I agree. I think Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns is going to have to run the gauntlet. Yeah. 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 And, exactly. and if it's going to be endurance, it's through. not going to be Roman Reigns because he's not known for his uh, – his uh, stamina, so it could very well be Ziggler. Or Ziggler, yeah. yeah. Or maybe Daniel they bring Bryan. out – Who were the guys that Cena had to get hired back? Ziggler. Ziggler, Ziggler and Ryback. it was Ryback, and it was – Eric, Eric Rowan, Rowan, who did not qualify for exactly. the Rumble, by the way. So Eric Rowan uh, is not going to be – That's why I think that there will have at least – Well, probably ten or eight surprise entries because, you know, Justin Gabriel quit because they wouldn't let him in the Rumble. Uh, um, not El Torito, the – Los Matadores oh. aren't going to be in the Rumble because of it. Forget because they had, drawn, they had drawn spots to be in the Rumble, and then they threw them out. So, with that, and because well, they're they throw them out, but they took away their spots. So, that tells me they're going to have at least maybe eight to ten people that are going to be surprise entrants, which, to be honest with you, 
I like the surprise entrances. Even though you know they're not going to win, they're fun. You get a cheap pop. They go in for a little bit. They lose. And as a fan, it's fun. And plus, as fans, we know there's only about 10 guys that really are going to win. So, I mean, literally, you could have 20 surprise entrants and then 10, like, regular entrances. But, I mean... Really, that's all you really need. Yeah, I think thirty is. I think is just gonna be reserved for a big pop like Sting. Yeah, that's it. He might not win it, but it'll be a huge pop for the end of the exactly Rumble and get everybody excited. Yeah, and I this is Jeff's champ. I agree, Corey. You heard me say that. I think Sean made really good points about if the, putting the um, endurance person. But I want us to. I want Sean's thoughts on this though. Roman Reigns last year knocked out twelve guys, so yeah. we've already had this endurance thing. Do we they stay with it, or does or no, and have someone else do it? Because I, I I believe Roman Reigns winning. Where does Roman Reigns come in? Is he going to do it again? Well, knock twelve guys out. If he's going to go for his record, I mean, he could do that pretty quickly. Um, but I think last year he was only in for maybe twenty five, thirty minutes tops. Uh, like the last number. Early entrant to go the gauntlet was Ray for leading into WrestleMania 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then before that was well, – the year before that was uh, who shall not be named. <laughs> um, he ran from number one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns, he might be able to do it. I mean, he's a big guy. And like I say, he's not known for his, uh, his stamina, his endurance, but he could shock everybody. I mean, he's not a bad wrestler. I like the guy. I don't think he's the future of the stable that broke up. That belongs no. to Seth Rollins. Or yes. uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. I think, it's a neck I think, neck. I think Seth Ambrose. Rollins. I think Dean Ambrose really, out of the three, is the guy that is leading that stable. He's basically going to be this millennia's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Athleticism. He can talk. He's, he's selling merch, too. Yeah, he's selling he's merch, selling like, merch. Yeah, like bananas. Didn't you say, because on an earlier podcast we said, he is beaten – John Cena multiple times in oh, merch yeah. sales. Hey, who easily, is this? easily. Yeah, definitely. Who is, so, is this? Who are we talking about? Dean Ambrose. Dean He's Ambrose. selling merch like and no one was expecting him to sell I merch. I think they're pushing him as their new CM Punk. Oh, that's He's their new punk character. New punk or he they're kind of pushing him to more towards the darker side now. Yeah. So you might see like a new twist on the old Undertaker gimmick. He's like their anti-hero like Yeah, sure, yeah, very sure. new yep. Austin like character. Yeah. So guys, the Royal Rumble starts like in two minutes. Yeah. Uh-oh. Any last words before we uh, sign out? Well, what about this? Why? Why don't we? Because with the Rumble, you have to look towards the future, which is WrestleMania. Why don't we give comments on WrestleMania card to kind of lay out our predictions for tonight? For sure. Go ahead, Jeff. Because well, here's here's my thing. We've talked about Sting and and Undertaker and all this. I they're obviously building towards something with Sting and Triple H. They've, it's been in the works. I believe so. Yeah. But I don't know if it'll be a match between the two of them. I think Triple H could have you know maybe maybe it could be a tag team like you talked yeah. about. Team Sting or versus Team Triple H. Sting versus whoever Triple H's champion is. Yeah. Like he picks somebody like oh Randy it's Sting Orton versus Seth Rollins because Seth, Seth Rollins and Randy is my Orton. corporate guy or whatever. Yeah. It could also be, you know, he could pick Taker. Yeah. You know, pull Taker to the authority as, you know, the well, next I pick. Don't see that. What if it was Taker and Sting tag team? That I would love. Sting, Taker tag team versus hey. Triple H and Seth Rollins. That would be an amazing Wait, match. Well this is Champion Jeff. Give, give the mic back to Corey. Yeah. Corey brought this up, WrestleMania didn't do it. Main of Everyone give their – we're doing it real fast here. Your WrestleMania main event and what Undertaker's doing in WrestleMania right now. Call it. 
main event. Um, obviously, Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar is going to hold the title to WrestleMania. I think he'd. I think he'll retain at WrestleMania and maybe get rid of it at SummerSlam. Um, it's hard to say who he'll fight. I want to say like a. Well, it'll be whoever wins the Rumble tonight. So I want to say Daniel Bryan. I want to see Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, underdog story. Um, David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. Great story. Um, who do you have with Undertaker? Undertaker. Well, since I just mentioned it, I would love to see Undertaker Sting tag team against Triple H and Seth Rollins or Triple H and his choice, Randy Orton, whoever. Brian. Or Bray Wyatt. Um, the promos are definitely uh, indicating that Money in the Bank will be cashed in tonight. Um, lots and lots of promos. Every time I see it, it says there's always a plan B, and it shows that briefcase. So that's going to be a factor somehow tonight. Um, I don't know if Rollins will obviously make it to WrestleMania. Yeah. It could be a triple threat main event. Um, I would say it's probably going to be Brock versus Seth Rollins versus ooh, it could be Cena. It could be Orton. It could even – I don't know why, but it could even be Sheamus because apparently he's coming back um, sometime soon. But uh, And as far as Undertaker goes, I think that the obvious uh, buildup of Wyatt is going to lead to a match with the the Eater of Worlds versus the Phenom, hands down. Breaking news, breaking news from the uh, Twitter machine. It looks like uh, The Rock and Rusev have been talking major smack within the past 30 minutes. So maybe, just maybe, there'll either be a run-in with the two of them during the Rumble match, or maybe he'll run in during... Because I believe Rusev has a match tonight. Am I wrong, Sean? I, I just thought he was in the Rumble match. Okay. Then maybe the two of them will have a run in at the Rumble and set up a Rock-Rusev match. WrestleMania? Which would be good. Yeah, because yeah, that, to be I'd honest with you, that would be good to put Rusev over if he got to fight the Rock. And Plus, it's a easy, I come in one night, I do one match. I don't have to do a bunch of promos because I can do a lot over Twitter or and they, on video. Be and they be a satellite, if you will. Yeah. And WWE can sell a lot more of the Rock American flag shirts. There you go. I, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Because I never anyway, got mine. Back, that was breaking news. Back to you, Jason. Hey, Jason, this is Jason with his uh, WrestleMania and Undertaker news. Uh, actually, I think uh, Seth Rollins should win tonight, at, whether it be Money in the Bank and go on. And actually, we have a Shield triple threat main event at WrestleMania. I don't know how many people uh, here at the table agree with it, but I think the WWE Universe agrees with it that we should have a Shield triple threat main event at WrestleMania. We should have the young guys go ahead and push for the main event. And uh, boys and girls in patio land, as they like to say, uh, we have learned tonight that it is possible to be too drunk on the Happy Hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, somebody, I think, has uh, uh, shown that. I will say this to answer your question, Jeff. As much as I hate to say it, and I really, really do, I think it's going to be Brock versus Roman Reigns and then Triple H versus Sting. And w when you were asking about The Undertaker, and this breaks my heart to say this, I think Undertaker will be sitting at home with Michelle McCool and the baby. I, I think no complaints of, on his part. What's that? I said no complaints on his yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I will trade places. Yeah, he still wins. Like he wins WrestleMania hands down. Watching it at home with his gorgeous wife and their beautiful child together. But I think, I think he sits it out this year because think about it. He lost to Brock. He's got nothing to prove. 
he may not be in the best shape from the pictures I've seen of him. Yeah, that's why I just don't see where a singles yeah. match even makes sense. Exactly. Now, if he did a tag team match like him and Kane, or if he did him and Sting as a tag team versus Triple H as somebody else, that I could see. But I just don't see Sting Undertaker just because Sting needs to have a really, really good match, and it doesn't, you know. I, somebody needs to put Sting over, and I don't know if Undertaker's a guy, especially if he's not healthy. Sean? Well, going on the whole Sting-Undertaker thing, I do see it as Sting versus Triple H yeah. with the Undertaker being the guest uh, enforcer for the match, if not referee. So Undertaker comes in Come as like a guest enforcer yeah, or guest referee? Yeah, basically just to keep – you know, the authority angle is still going to keep going until Mania, obviously. That actually just is keep a that, keep great that going idea for a while. think about because at least you then have Undertaker on the WrestleMania card. And he, and doesn't, he doesn't have, have to, to do much. Yeah, he just, just has, has to stand to there. there. That that is genius, Sean. As far as the title match goes, I see it being um, well. Tonight, I don't see a cash in because it doesn't make sense to cash in if you're already in the main event match. Well, unless you lose a main event match and then you cash it in after but the fact. My money is on a WrestleMania WrestleMania cash in or Fastlane cash in because Fastlane is going to be the next pay per view elimination yeah. chamber spot. But I see him cashing it in against Roman Reigns, who wins at Mania, and to re rekindle their storyline, he cashes in, beats Reigns, runs off as champion. Okay, so my thing, I think Undertaker, I, I agree with Brian, Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt in a casket match. Undertaker loses. Wow. That's it. He's done. He's Bray done. Wyatt, he, he's... You know what? I could live with that just because of the case that... You know, you put one more guy over before you cash out. That's it. And then be done yeah. with it. And the rub he would get from Undertaker it'd would be amazing. Be huge. I and mean, that, that's that the cat biggest rub you that could That catapults Bray Wyatt yeah. to another tier. To the stratosphere. Yep. Pass the and, torch. Yeah. and it doesn't matter because yeah. you're not, yeah, sure. it doesn't matter about the streak anymore. That's no. done. So I think Bray Wyatt beats Undertaker at WrestleMania, casket match. Yep. Undertaker, that scene him going in that casket, closing Bray Wyatt, looking up. And doing his backward walk, yeah. cut to black, boom, you know, to the next scene or the next match. Uh, final match, uh, WrestleMania main event, I have uh, Brock versus Rock with yeah. Ambrose coming in to win at the last minute. Done. Wow. This is Jeff the Chamber. I know we're running out of time. Um, I, I agree really close with what Dew said, but just with a little change. I think if Vince McMahon is – it will show you who's in control. If Vince McMahon's in control, Sting and Undertaker will happen. It will be Brock, uh, Roman Reigns single match with Reigns winning at WrestleMania. If uh, Vince McMahon's loosened the ropes of the company to Triple H a little bit, which I think hopefully I think might happen. Here's what my prediction is: it's very close to Deuces. Uh, Undertaker will fight Triple H at WrestleMania. Or excuse me, Sting will fight Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah. The main event will be Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar taking the fall with Brock Lesnar then going to UFC and fighting in a pay per view later this year. I just can't see that happening because the thing is, if Undertaker's in the main event, that means he's got to go a solid 30, 45 minutes, and I don't think he has it in him. Now, if he's got a tag team partner, he can limp along to make it happen, but I don't think Undertaker's got even, another main even event. Even Hogan could do a tag match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and God bless him. I want to see another match out of Hogan before he's done. I want to see one more WWE match out of Hogan before he's done because everybody at this table is a huge Hogan mark. But I just don't think Undertaker has it in him to do a solid thirty minutes. And, and those are good good points, Deuce. And I think that, I mean again, uh, the count. I can all, all I can do is offer a counter argument. Just that they can do. Maybe they'll do something with the triple threat, having the two people do something while Undertaker's outside. Yeah. And Lesnar. I mean, you saw that Lesnar Cena the the beatdown match. I mean, nothing's really fast. It's kind of all slow. I, they maybe they'll be able to work around it. Um, 
And we'll see that. That's why we're all we're none of us are experts. We'll see, yeah. and we're all fans, and we'll all enjoy the ride as it goes. Yeah, man. So, man, let me tell you, this has been an amazing episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and there's a lot of ways you can reach us. How can they reach us, Johnny? They can they can send us an email because we want to actually do a mailbag episode. Yeah, so all of you that are on tonight, we'd love some more. Yeah. I know you've some of you have already contributed to For our last sure. mailbag episode. We appreciate that. But definitely send us a line, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, as well as we're on Twitter. At hhpodcastshow is how yep. you can hit us up on Twitter. Yep. And also you can hit us up on Gmail hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Yeah, so send us a line there at the mailbag. And then we have several other ways you can find us. We're, we're starting kind of that YouTube integration now with Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast. We're also youtube.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Yep. Uh, we're on Tumblr as well. So definitely um, check us out on there, happyhourpodcast.tumblr.com. Yep. And just just type in happy hour podcast on Google. Nothing else pops up. We're the only thing. You can't mistake us with someone else. Uh, definitely check us out. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you thought of Royal Rumble because obviously For after sure. you hear this Royal Rumble's Royal already Rumble, had happened already aired we've already live tweeted all of Royal Rumble at this point but also we're going to be live tweeting Wrestlemania and Fastlane so you know if you're big fans of live tweeting along especially with WWE you need to hit us up at hhpodcastshow.com. Yep. Special shout out, Sean Cook. Thank you so much for joining us on Thank the, you. Uh, the episode. Hey, well, pleasure and to do it. Thanks that, for having let's me. Let's give a big, big shout Brian, out to Brian. Brian his first ever podcast yep. with us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, bro. Of course, Corey. And he actually talked. Yes, <laughs> he did. And again, we had Corey and we had Jason Green. So Brother thank Corey. you so much to everybody that came out to, and then Jeff, to hang out with us. Jeff, the champ, thank you for joining us. Yep. Legal counsel, Jeff's as champ. always. Two time, two time. And Jeff, do you want to throw a little shout out to uh, the. Your law firm there, oh, real yeah, quick? Oh, yeah, so Jeff Burry for all your legal needs, uh, family law, civil litigation, anything that you have a problem with, uh, 863-268-8285, And that's a Victor Smith Raw Group. He's where we go to for all of our legal needs here at the happy hour. Downtown Winter Haven, don't be scared. Haines City all my life, born in Lake of Wales, Polk Highlands, and Hardy County. There you go. And we ain't got to go home, but I think us at the happy hour need to get the hell up out of here. So as always, when you're listening to the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, there's not one but two hashtags you're going to put into your social media of choice. There's hashtag happy hour podcast and, and hashtag deuces, deuces on the loose. Later. later.